Maybe like me, you sometimes look around and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why does everybody else seem to grow faster? Why does everybody else seem to have like a little easier time, you know, maybe in their spiritual growth or maybe in some other aspect of development in their life? If you feel like maybe like you're a late bloomer or a slow starter or like you're stuck, uh, I want to talk to you today about what has helped me to see this right. Welcome to the Midweek Motivation Podcast, where we bring practical help for your faith and life. Here's today's episode. Hey, friends, my name is Gabe Kolstad. Welcome to the Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the four secrets of spiritual growth. These come from the New Testament of the Bible. This is kind of like when you look at what makes the difference. Why do some people seem to accelerate faster in their spiritual growth? Why do some people seem closer to... Jesus. As an example, John the Apostle, you know, he was called the Apostle whom Jesus loved. I mean, what a title. He was Jesus's BFF. How did that happen? How do people get closer to God? Well, there, you know, some of it I know is, is probably we'll never understand, but some of it is predictable. It's principles. It's things that we can learn and then do. And so I want to unpack this a little bit. It really started for me when I was reading in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7, the Apostle Paul, excuse me, verse 6, the Apostle Paul says, I planted the seed in your hearts, and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. I thought that was very interesting. Paul's like, I planted the seed in your hearts, Apollos watered it. So he's like, I had a role, Apollos had a role, but it was God that made it grow. And when you stop and think about what he said, I want to unpack this for you one piece at a time. Because if you're somebody who, well, if you're tuning into the Midweek Motivation, if you're tuning into the Westside Podcast, I know there's a spiritual curiosity in you. No matter what else might be going on in your life, maybe you're somebody who's investigating faith, maybe you're somebody who's turned off by the church, or maybe you're somebody who's like, no, I'm gung-ho, I'm going for this thing. Uh, there's something going on in your heart where you you want to grow. You want to be closer to God and you want to be stronger spiritually, well, how does that happen? It actually backs up, even before what Paul said, into something that Jesus said. Jesus said there's four types of soil. So this first way, this first secret of spiritual growth is really good soil. It's having a heart that is receptive, that is hungry for spiritual growth. And, you know, sometimes that's actually the issue. Jesus described there's there's some hearts that are totally ready. It's good soil. There's some hearts that are, it's it's all rocky soil. You know, they're not even ready for any seed to be planted. It's just, they're busy, they're distracted, they're bitter, they're, you know, the question would be, what type of soil is my heart? Because that's really the first secret of spiritual growth is it's good soil. It's It's soil that wants a seed. It's soil that is as Jesus would say, hungry and thirsty for righteousness. He actually said that. He goes, blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness because they will be filled. In other words, when you have a desire to get closer to God, you have a desire to move spiritually, then you're ready. And I think something that we have to really evaluate and analyze is how ready am I to set aside some of the other things that I might've been chasing, some of the other distractions of life, maybe some of the other things that I prioritized wrongly above God or wrongly above, you know, family, or maybe some stuff got out of whack, but 
those days are gone. You can move past that and say, okay, but now I'm ready to be good soil for the seed that God wants to plant in me. On Sunday at Westside, I did an exercise with everybody. We, we closed our eyes. We held out our hands with our fists clenched and our palms facing down. And we felt what it feels like to hold on to something, you know, maybe bitterness or maybe some secret sin or maybe uh, a, a relationship that we just don't want to let go of. We felt what that feels like. Then we felt like what it feels like to let it go, to release, to open up our, our fists and, and to just release. And then we flipped our hands over to put ourselves in the posture of receiving. This is good soil. To go, God, I'm open and I'm ready for you to do something in my life. That's the first secret of spiritual growth. One of the reasons why people don't grow spiritually is because they don't actually want to grow spiritually. They might feel pressured to, they might have somebody that expects them to, they might think it's going to give them some special standing or have some other fringe benefit in their life. But there's not that deep desire, you know, that hunger and that thirst as Jesus talks about. That's the first step, good soil. Second secret of spiritual growth is to have a seed planted. Paul said it. He said, I planted the seed. Now, Paul planted that seed. He probably planted that seed in lots of different kinds of soil, but when it sticks, it's good soil. And that's important. But if a seed never gets planted, then nothing ever happens. You could be the best soil possible, but if nobody ever comes along and plants a seed, then uh, it can't happen. And I think that means that we have to put ourselves in the path of the seeds. So if you stop and ask yourself the question, why am I not growing spiritually? Ask yourself this question. How many seeds have had the opportunity to land on the soil over the last 30 days? How many seeds have you exposed yourself to? You know, who, who in your life is scattering seeds that are truth, love, Bible, Jesus, gospel, good news? How many of those seeds are you in proximity to? Because in order for you to grow spiritually, there's got to be seeds planted on a continual basis. And... That's, that's, yes, somebody else has to be the one that plants the seed, but you got to put yourself in the way of the seeds. And I think that's a really important piece. We talked this past weekend in our series, Jesus Loves Me, about how replacement is so important. You can be tempted and, 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 overcome, and avoid the temptation. You can resist a temptation. But if you don't replace that temptation with the right thing, then you're likely, as Jesus even talks about, to be pulled right back into that same temptation. But when we accept a new seed into our heart, when we accept a new, maybe it's a new truth, and we accept it, and it replaces an old truth, that's a seed planted. And that's powerful. That's going to make a difference. You know, I think uh, evaluation is a big, big part of this. What's my environment like? What how am I, what path am I in? How many people that I even have access to are scattering seed? How could I put myself in the way of the seeds that are being scattered? You know, you're doing it right now. I'm planting some seeds. And I realize that not everyone who's listening right now is at a place where the, where it's good soil. I realize that. Maybe for you, this will be a part of how God is eventually going to come around. Maybe you're going to hear this now and in six months, it's going to, you're going to remember it. 
But some of you, it's like this, today, this is it right now. You, you've got some leverage in your life that says, this is your time. I'm sick of it the way it has been. I'm sick of stalling out. And so there's this urgency for you. That's good soil. These seeds are coming in, and I'm saying, put yourself in these places more often. Be soil that goes looking for seeds, the right seeds. And you got to be careful about that. You got you to gotta have some discernment about that. Honestly, in our modern era, uh, there are so many things being scattered that are false, that are not the truth, that are, you know, there's YouTube theology everywhere. There's TikTok theology everywhere. There's all of these things. And what we are really responsible to do is to evaluate, discern, is this Jesus kind of seed? Is this a true seed? Is this is this coming from Scripture? Does it line up with Scripture? If it doesn't, reject it. Look for the right seed. Let that seed lodge into the soil of your heart that's ready for a change. And that is secret number two of spiritual growth, is, is not just good soil, but seeds being planted. Uh, Paul said, I planted the seed. But then he said, here's the third secret, Apollos watered it. He said, I planted the seed, but Apollos watered it. And I remember when I was eight years old, uh, I lived in this Northern California farming community, and uh, there was a farmer there that had kind of befriended our family. And my parents were probably looking for something for me to do during the summer that would keep me out of trouble. So they partnered me up with this farmer, and I got to go help him move these irrigation lines in a field. And for every line we moved, he'd give me a nickel. I mean, I sound like I'm 400 years old right now. He would give me a nickel for every irrigation line we moved by hand. But I was eight years old. But I remember how important that was because in that community, if those irrigation lines didn't carry the water to the field, the crops were absolutely going to burn up. There was no way they were going to get water otherwise. And for you and me, we, we have to think about what is the watering of our soil where the seeds have been planted? What is that? How do we get that? How do we be people who get the watering? Because you could be somebody who's, maybe you're a follower of Jesus, but you're not connected to a church, a faith community. And so you're out there kind of on your own. You're sort of like a, a field that's out of reach of the irrigation system. How are you going to grow? You're going to dry up. You know, you, you can, yes, you can tune into podcasts, and I hope you keep doing it more and more. But how are you going to embed yourself in a local community where you get that watering of the community of Jesus, where you get the teaching on a regular basis, where you get the reinforcement, where you get the prayers, where you get the love, where you get the opportunity to serve and live it out. These are all the watering that happens that we do have some bearing on. Paul said, I planted the seed, Apollos watered. Those are the two human steps that Paul said we took. What was the first one? Well, the first one was good soil. And then there was the seed being planted, and then there was the watering. And the watering is something where we have some bearing. We have some influence on whether we get watered or not. Now, I get it. Now, maybe you're somebody who's been isolated a bit. Uh, maybe for you, you've got some social anxiety, so it's tough for you to really pour yourself into a community. But there are things like this, and there are small groups, and there are ways that you can engage, and you can pray that God will help you to overcome some of those barriers and he can do it. But I think what we've got to do is, is again, take some ownership for our spiritual growth and say, I want to be good soil. 
and say, I'm going to put myself in the path of the seed and say, I'm going to make sure I'm in an environment where I'm getting watered. My, my seeds are getting watered. My life is being cultivated. My faith is being cultivated by the nurturing of a faith community, by the nurturing of the, the habits of discipline that I have in my own life. I mean, watering could be as simple as how often am I picking up the Word of God and reading it, right? So that daily discipline that some have adopted, I have, of reading Scripture. I mean, for me, uh, this morning, I think it was six minutes. So it wasn't like I'm some Bible scholar, you know, doing hours of research every day. I'm like six minutes reading the Bible because I had other stuff going on during the day. And, and But this is my discipline. I'm like, first thing. And then I'm going to do a quick journal about it so I can process. What did I just read? What did I just learn? And that's the water, you know? I don't need gallons and gallons and gallons, of, but I got to have some water that comes into my soul so that those seeds can grow because otherwise I just dry up. And you've probably been in a place where you've had a dry season. Think about that for a second. What was going on with your faith community? What was going on with your schedule? What was going on with your routines and your rhythms? What was going on with your disciplines? Probably they were lacking. And this is where I believe what Paul was saying is, we have some bearing on this. We have some influence on this. We can influence how much watering we get. Uh, and, and, and so I'm asking you, would you put yourself, if you want to grow spiritually, if you look at this and you go, those lucky ducks growing so fast spiritually, would you be willing to say, I could be one of them if I would put myself in an environment where the water is flowing and it's going to get to me? The fourth secret is this, let God work. <laughs> Paul said, I planted the seed, P.S., in good soil. Apollos watered it. But he said, but it is God who brought the increase. It is God who, who made it grow. And this is one, I think this is one of the most difficult things to do, is to let God work. Because the only way to do that is through the thing that we don't like, which is T-I-M-E, time. It's, it takes time. Man, I have gone through so many seasons where I've I've told God, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for that next assignment. And he's shot back at me. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not ready. You sit there. You sit still right now. You just sit there and you let me work. And and somebody else is going to get to go do that assignment. Somebody else is, you know, their 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 plant is going to be up above the ground. Yours is still below ground. He's like, you sit there. I'm working. That patience, that trust, that stillness that sometimes we have to have, that's letting God work, and only he can do those things. There's also in work, there's not just patience and time, and there's also correction. Sometimes he's got me and you in a timeout, you know, where it seems like we don't have as many options. It seems like we, we aren't definitely in the limelight. We're sort of in the back seat. We're, we're, we're being corrected, and that's a good place to be. Just read a verse yesterday. It said, if you, uh, the only way to grow is to love correction. The only way to grow is to love correction. And I don't know if I'm at that place, just to be honest with you. Hey, I'm a pastor. I've been a follower of Jesus for a long time. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Uh, I serve in the community. But the truth is, I don't know if I love correction yet. <laughs> I do. I think I have started to love the results of correction, but the process of it, I don't like it. It's still distasteful for me. But I'm trying to lean into it as much as possible. There's also then direction in letting God work, direction, to let him speak into you. And most of the time, you and I, we have a, an idea, like where we think our life should go, what our next step should be, what the end game should look like. 
And for me, a lot of times I'm realizing I'm wrong. It's not the, it's, it, you know, maybe, maybe there was inklings of it. Maybe there was like little brushstrokes of it. But when I really got what God was saying, it was different and it was better. And so letting God redirect, you know, giving him that total trust of, all right, you, you have your way. You know, sometimes that means a dream has to die so that God can replace it with a better dream. These are all pieces of letting God work. Again, only he can do those things. We got to sit still. We got to trust him. And we got to allow that time and that space to happen. A couple days ago, uh, it was a Sunday morning, and uh, I got to watch somebody in action. There's a guy in our church who... um, he needed to fill in for somebody in a position of service on Sunday. And that position of service was that he would be at the back table where the Bibles were going to be handed out for those who were saying yes to Jesus. I mean, this is a pretty awesome opportunity. He was going to stand there and he was going to talk to people who were coming out that I had said, go talk to this person at this table if you want a Bible today, if you said yes to Jesus. And he was, he said, I'll, I'll do it. I'll stand back there. And I'll tell you what, man, five years ago, there's no way he would have done that. A year ago, I don't think he would have done that. But this time, he stood back there, and I watched from a distance as this person whose nickname in our church is Torch. He, he stood there, and he had the best conversations with me, and he was guiding, and he was loving, and he was, he was encouraging, and he was, he was doing it. And I was so proud of him in that moment because what happened was he became good soil, he, he, he decided, I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to be thirsty. He allowed seeds to be planted in his life. He got in that place where seeds were flying around, and he's like, um, pick me, I'm going to catch some of them. He, he, he then submitted himself to an environment where there was water flowing, and, and then he has taken time to let God work. And I'm telling you, he is not the same person, and it's a beautiful thing to watch God transform. When we, when we let him do that and he does it, it's beautiful. And it makes me inspired to submit to that process myself so that I can keep growing. Today, we had a meeting with some of our staff, and one of the team members said this line. They said, they said excellence is the goal, not perfection. And I thought, you know what? I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that for the podcast because I would say progress is the goal, not perfection. When it comes to spiritual growth, progress is the goal, not perfection. So stop worrying about being perfect and start worrying about moving forward. Start putting your energy into moving forward. How can you move forward in your faith? How can you grow spiritually? Well, I'll tell you, it's the seed that gets planted in good soil, that gets watered, and the person who lets God do the work, that's where the growth happens. I hope that helps you. I hope it encourages you that God is working in you and that you're going to grow as long as you lean into this process. Thanks a lot for being with us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Midweek Motivation. To make sure you don't miss any content in the future, please subscribe, share, and if you enjoyed this, give us a like and consider popping by a Westside service some weekend. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com.